and we're live it's uh wednesday october 24th um yeah bad news uh did not win the the mega million the 1.6 billion dollars um we bought two tickets and uh yeah did not win if i would have won that i would have not uh i would have woke up late today I would probably, I'll probably lose my mind. So I'm, I'm thankful in a way that I did not win it. Some person won if North Carolina or Virginia, somewhere on the East Coast. I don't know how much that shit is fucking planned. Anyways, uh, the reason I wanted to do this episode, I know I did one uh, yesterday. Um, I wanted to do this one, uh, it came up today. I was, you know, I was working out and, and I was thinking and, and, and running through uh, my past, uh, my young years and, and, and why I, I got this, uh, this passion for, for combat sports, boxing, MMA, Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai, uh, sports in general, soccer, baseball, football. Um, and wrestling, and and I was like, man, where did it all started? Where that uh, desire to play sports, desire to to do combat sports, came up? Because you could either go two different way, two different ways, in my opinion. You either can become a, a, a sports head, um, or or music. Uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, I like music. And in between, of course, study. I mean, you know, you know study. They like go to school and whatever you want to major in. But there's two types of people. I mean, I feel that there is uh, music and sports, right? People that are really into music and they know their music and they know uh, uh, the the their hip hop or or uh, their the rock, the the rap, uh, heavy metal, and all that kind of all that kind of stuff. And there's also and also and then there's there's the community of sports sports heads who are big in baseball, big in football, rugby, soccer, MMA, boxing, wrestling gigs, uh, geeks. Um, don't you know? I don't want to offend anybody. Because I can't, I'm I'm a resident geek as well, and and uh, and that aspect, and also there's people that are really into science, uh, you know, universe and stars and planets and shit. And I was thinking, like, man, where did it all started? Where where that seed planted in my head and got this momentum? For my, for me personally, ball rolling and grew to this, 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 what I enjoy now, and what I talk about on this podcast, and all started as far as I can remember, six years. I was six years old. I had to be six years. Um, 
no one's business when mom passed away when I was five. So from five down, I hardly remember anything. And what I do remember is just my mother being sick. So it's not a good time. And I think me, me as a young kid, young boy, uh, my memory kind of erased that. So I didn't, maybe I didn't want it to bad, uh, bad, uh, uh, bad memories. And maybe that's why, you know, the body did that for, my, for me, for my own sanity. I still remember that. I remember that those years that were pretty fucked up. Uh, so I can, my memory started when I was six, enough. Now that I think about it. And my cousins and, and I will, will sit down and, and watch uh, Mexican Lucha Libre, uh, wrestling style, which is high flying and top rope and fucking all this crazy shit. And I was really into it, man. I was really into it. I was. I was I remember my cousin and I would sit and watch it uh, with our famous, what not famous, with our favorite wrestler, mask on or t-shirt. Uh, mine at the at the time, because I mentioned I grew out of it as a literally with the style when I moved to the states. But at the time, I was a big fan of. Uh, El Hijo del Santo, which is famous in Mexico, he was very famous, his dad was a wrestler, so when he became a wrestler, he took the name of his dad, before El Santo, it was El Hijo, so it's kind of like Junior, uh, Junior Santo, and that's where, that's where it started, you know, my, my, my passion for the sport, my passion for wrestling, my passion for combat sports. Even though now everybody knows the fucking wrestling is fake, at the time I didn't think it was fake. I, was, I thought shit was legit as fuck. And, you know, especially the way that they were bleeding from their foreheads. Come later years and now I know that they they blade themselves. So, obviously, it was, uh, it was for a dramatic scene, you know, like a movie. But at the time I didn't think that. At the time I thought it was real, I thought it was legit, I thought this motherfucker's is bleeding because this asshole is fucking him up and I was you know you you invest your emotions and your passion towards this fight which is all you know it's like a Broadway show it's not real but you don't know that you know in the rain they can hate each other but in the backstage or in the locker room they're probably be the bestest friends in the world and that was my that was my that was my first uh, favorite wrestler in Lico Santos and I really enjoyed it. I can, you know, I remember a bunch of wrestlers back then. Mil uh, Mascaras, uh, Los Caras, Blue Demon, Octagon, uh, Blue Panther, El uh, Rey de Jalisco, Perro White, all these wrestlers. Fast forward to the States when I started. Uh, I, this is where my really, I really got into it. A young age at that time, at six, seven, yes, I was into it. But I was more into like go outside and play with my friends and my cousins. Um, but going, coming into the states, in a, when I was eight years old, I was more aware of what I wanted to see, why, why I wanted to see it. So I started watching wrestling here in the states. 
At the time, it was uh, the, w the WWF or the WCW. I was a fan of both. I did not give a fuck. They were at, you know, I didn't know they were at war because you don't know this kind of thing until later on. They they were competing for ratings and they were competing for each other. So I didn't know that. I just thought I bought products. If they had me, if they told me uh, at the time you got to choose either or, I would have stayed with WWF for one reason and one reason only. I was a huge fan of Stone Cold, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and um, and The Rock and, and The Undertaker and Triple H and Kurt Angle, you know, uh, Shawn Michaels. Uh, Shawn Michaels was my favorite. Um, I remember he had to take some time off or he retired for two years or so. And then Stone Cold came in and, you know, fucking, you know, he, he took over the business. He put in a whole different level. So I was really, like, man, fuck yeah, you get pumped. You're like, man, if I ever get a boss like that, I will fuck him up. Like, I will fuck him up too. You know? And... At that time, I still thought it was real. You know, there was always, uh, you know, there's always, you know, uh, conspiracy theories or or rumors that go, oh, it's not real, it's all fake. But you were like, I don't know, man, it, it's pretty fucking legit. So I still felt like it was real. I still felt like it was legit. So I still had uh, emotions invested in and all this. So I thought, I thought, I was like, man, this is legit as it can be. Of course, uh, parallel with this, with wrestling, it was boxing. I remember when, again, when we came, when we came to the state when I was seven or eight years old. I we were staying in my aunt's house for for a couple of weeks. Uh, it might have been like a month or so. And my uncle, who's a big fanatic of boxing, a big fanatic. He's, he does not care about any sports. He's a fan of boxing. So every every Friday. It was Friday night, Friday night and Sunday, I think, uh, Sunday night, there's a, a boxing, uh, Showtime, no, HBO boxing night, and he had the, <laughs> the black box, I think everybody in the 90s remember the black box, uh, where you can all get all illegal channels and you have to pay for nothing, so he would get all those boxing shows for free, and he was my, my, my aunt's uh, husband, so he was my, my uncle, and I was his house, and I'm not like this kid today that don't don't listen to fucking elders, I, I did not ask for the remote, I did not, I want I wanted to see some different, I just shut the fuck up and let, and watch whatever he was watching, so I, I, I learned, I didn't learn, because I already knew about boxing, but I was watching boxing, I was like, wow, this is, this is okay, this is the same as wrestling. In my my opinion, in my eyes at that time, but man, this is almost the same, but I guess they had different rules, right? So I watch, uh, he would watch a lot of reruns, a lot of old school fights. Muhammad Ali, the George Foreman, the Michael, the Michael, Mike Tyson, the Chavez, the uh, hands of, don't hands of uh, of of rock uh, 
Durán. Um, I think Marquez was coming up, De La Hoya was coming up, Barrera was coming up, Morales was coming up. They were young fighters at that time. Uh, it was way before the Pacquiao's and all that. So I was watching all this, man, wow, this is pretty cool. This is really, man, I wish I could learn, I wish I could learn how to box, blah, blah, blah. And, and then watching the Chavez fight. And then I watched one of the reruns from Chavez back in the mid-90s. This was, I would say, 97, 96, when I was living there with them. And might have been, yeah, 96 or 95, one of those two. And I think Chavez fought Taylor in 93, 92, one of those two years. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm off with the years that I did not, I do not remember. And, and I chose not to fucking search for it. So, but it was a legendary fight where Taylor was beating the brakes out of Chavez. Well, I want to say with, I'm not a really expert at boxing. I really enjoy watching it, and I and I kind of understand it a lot better than normal people. He was landing punches, landing punches, yes, but he was not making any damage, not nothing whatsoever. Towards the I think the last five or five or four rounds, Chavez was the one who was landing the the the, the punches. And they were, they were damaging. He was uh, hurting uh, Taylor at the time. His, his, uh, both eyes were getting swelled up. Uh, he was hitting him with a bunch of jabs and a bunch of uh, liver shots. That was his specialty, Chavez specialty, cancha ligado. So, watching that rerun with my uncle, I was like, man, this fool's getting his ass whooped. Because you see Taylor just bombing him, but not really hurting him. But you as a young man, a young boy, being as a young boy, did not understood that. He was, I was just watching him hit him nonstop for fucking seven or eight rounds. But clearly, if Chavez would not knock him down at the 12th round, because that's what happened, if he would not do that, he would have lost the fight. He would have lost the fight. And I remember uh, when Chavez would go will go to his corner and his corner man his coaches were like come on Chavez you gotta do this for your family you gotta do this for your wife for your kids for your mother for your dad for your dad you gotta do this for your children you gotta do this you gotta do this for your family you gotta do this for your family so he got the fucking you know unique I would say that unique message of fucking energy and pride he was like fuck it I'm gonna fucking die trying so he he went he went out of his last round. He knocked him down. He knocked him out. He the ref stopped the fight. Chavez won with I think 12 seconds left of the last round. And it was a controversial. It was like really big deal. Oh, like oh my God, the ref uh, was fought out. Blah blah blah. I'm not 100% sure, I think they had a rematch and Chavez just fucked them, rocked them again. But that one fight got me, I was like, wow, that's what, that's what, 
that's what not quitting is all about. Now going back to my to my to my first competition in Jiu Jitsu, on my third round I was fucking exhausted. I was done. I was tired. It was my first time doing a competition. Did not train like I thought I I thought I trained for it, but not not like you're supposed to train. I did not do any cardio. So I thought I was fully preparing to go to do as many uh, rounds if I had to. And they're five minutes apiece. The first two, the first one I won by points. The second one I lost by fucking submission. So I still had another one to go. And if I would have won, I would have got second place. But I was so dead and so dead tired and fucking beat up. That before going into the last fight, I thought about quitting. It went that split second in my mind I was like fuck this I'm gonna fuck an injury <laughs> I'm not gonna do this what the fuck am I doing this for I'm fucking paying to compete I'm not even gonna win anything yeah if I win second place I'll get a fucking medal but I'm not gonna make any money out of it fuck this but my 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 coaches was there my uh, my girlfriend at the time was there you know people that they wanted to see me and went on to see me was there. My brother was there, so I was like, okay. Obviously, I can't just quit like that. So, I thought about that Chavez fight, and I was like, okay, I can't fucking just quit like that. So, I went out, and I fucking got arm bar, and I fucking tapped out. But at least I went, and I went, I went, I went into that fight, and now I fucking bitched out. But, yeah, that taught me I'm like, okay, man, this is, this is insane. You know, you, you know, they pumped him up so much that he actually won the fight. So he won the fight, and I was like, I was so ecstatic. I was jumping. I was like, whoa, what the fuck just happened? It was blowing my mind away. And my uncle was like, yeah, that's worth four. You know, my uncle was that old school boxing and everything. Uh, time passed, and I was all about wrestling. I really liked the the whole Stone Cold character. Uh, especially his intro music was best, I think. Uh, the the glass shattering—it was like, whoa, that's. And I went. It got to a. It went. I went through a period when I grew out of it because I I got into sports, which uh, it was uh, soccer. Uh, I pretty much I talk, I think I I talked about this uh, before. I, I got into soccer, you know, when I was 13, 12 or 13, uh, very young, young age to my opinion, but old age to a lot of people, he was like, you, you barely get into soccer, this motherfucker's been training since they were 8, and you're 12, you barely you start playing, you know, whatever, so I really didn't pay attention, I would play here and there with my fucking friends, but not in the actual uh, team, so... I kind of started from scratch, but like anything that I put my mind into, I fucking excel pretty fast. And I got player of the fucking season or something like that. I got some some sort of fucking award. And you know, I was I was like, man, this is what I want to do. This is this is what I want to do. I want to play soccer. I want to play. I want to become a professional soccer player. But like I said before, I got injured, and then I. I was hanging out with the wrong people and you know so on and so forth. Uh, 
soccer was part of my life up to 25 or 26 when when uh, when I started practicing jiu-jitsu but before that I was a big I was watching one time I was flipping through the channels again uh, I think it was when UFC was in Spike Spike TV uh, they were doing a bunch of reruns and one of them like it was Brock Lesnar I think he won the title from Randy Couture and I knew Brock because of the wrestling he went to to wrestle for the company that I watch uh, which is WWF and I was like wow fucking Brock Lesnar is fighting again now for the UFC crazy I didn't watch it he he fucking mauled them he became the, the heavyweight champion I was like whoa that's insane so he's the reason that I got into it watching the UFC and, and being more aware of the MMA world because I was a fan of wrestling and him going joining the UFC come, kind of you know got me got me to that direction to watch that I was like okay I want to watch this and then the Cain Velasquez came around and me being Hispanic being Hispanic, I was like, okay, what's up, you know, and he had the big brown pride in his fucking chest, like, alright, so he went and got a fucking mauled uh, Brock Lesnar, and become the, the, the world, the heavyweight world champion, and I think he defended his title one more time, and he went to, uh, and so he, he, de- he defended against Junior uh, Dos Santos, and then the first round, man, he got knocked out and, and Junior won and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what the fuck, man? And I remember at the time, like, man, that shit was planned. That shit was fucking planted. That shit was not, that cannot be, that cannot be, that's not right. That's not, it can't be, it cannot be. And, but he came back, he, he defeated uh, Bigfoot Silva, then he, he got his uh, rematch against uh, Dos Santos. He, he, Junior Santos, he got it back, and then he Dos Santos got the rematch. He defended it again. He fucked him up again. Uh, so Kane was, you know, top of the food chain, and that's how the whole ball started. Uh, like okay, and then I joined Jitsu, and then you know the the Nate Diaz came in, the Nate Diaz, the GSPs, and I, I was aware of this whole world. I was I was blinded by it. I was like, wow, this is incredible this is you know you have a body that you can even even you can either go this route and play sports and use your body for your advantage combat sports or sports or go a different route and, and be a you know a tech guy or science guy or a fucking dog whatever the fuck you want to be but what I like it's it's like the the gladiators from back in the Roman days, right? You know, modern gladiators. So it's crazy that I, I was thinking about that today, and I was like, man, you know, being six, six, five, six years old, five or six years old, and me watching, you know wrestling with my with my, ne- with my cousins 
grow to this passion uh, that I enjoy now. And and this those moments that get planted in your head like the seed and it grows into, you know, either a positive thing or a negative thing. And to my opinion it, it became a positive. Way positive. Uh, for a lot of reasons. Mentally uh, mentally it helped it has helped me tremendous. Uh, to be more patient, to to be more aware of my surroundings, to be confident, and uh, and any situation. Uh, but that's that is just crazy to my to my my opinion. It's crazy that the way it started and the way that has moved on like a bowl of uh, a little snowball. You know, you let it go on down a hill, and it grows into this huge fucking thing they all uh, all started when I was you know a young young boy a young uh, young handsome man uh, now I started wrestling I started wrestling and like I said to this day I still follow up with it watching it here and there I really don't pay attention to too much but I do keep up with it um uh, I YouTube it here and there, or I watch the news on, on just different channels on YouTube to see what's, what's going on. Uh, that's why yesterday when I did the episode, I I give a shout out to to Roman Reigns, uh, a good wrestler, a fucking legit badass, and it comes from a fucking wrestling family. You know, Samoan Samoan guy, so. And all those, you know, crazy Samoans, in a good way, are fucking legit wrestlers, so, you know, well, nothing but good wishes to him and to his family, but that's, you know, that's the reason where I am now, I guess, um, when it comes to combat sports and, and, rest and sports in general because of, uh, pro wrestling. Yeah, people mock it, oh, it's not real, blah, blah. Yeah, it's not real, but for a young boy, it is real. And you took it, I took it legit. And, and you know, so-called that this wasn't exposed, you know, being fake, not up to, like, 2001 or two. You know, it was always heavily rumored that it was fake. And it was all pre-planned, but... They didn't admit to it until it's like 2002 or three. So, you know, not like I really care anyways now, but uh, yeah, just wanted to share that story. I think uh, everybody has those kind of stories, like what planted in your, you know, very early years of life that grew up to either a positive or negative thing. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be a negative impact in your life. It could be something negative, but you could turn into a positive later on in life. So, in this case, it was all positive. You know, yes, have I fucked up injuries? Yes, I do. Uh, playing sports is not easy either. Or playing sports is not easy, and doing you know 
jiu-jitsu and combat sports is not easy either. It's really tough on your fucking body. Uh, and on top of that, all that, I still do weights. So my joints, I'm feeling them now. I'm feeling my joints, uh, you know, they don't hurt me, but I feel that time it will come when, the, okay, motherfucker, you, you know, you can't just keep doing this. My my left knee got really, you know, really fucked up. Uh, my right shoulder, my right elbow uh, from jiu-jitsu. My neck popped once, but luckily it was nothing serious. Uh, my, my right shoulder popped once. But luckily, I, didn't, I just had a, I couldn't go to work the next day. Uh, and I was doing labor work at the time. And I couldn't go to work. I, I called out. Fuck, I can't. I'm sick. <laughs> I'm sick. So I called out. But then the following day, I, I did one. And it was, still, it was still hurting me. So I had to almost do everything with my left hand. Uh, my left hand and shoulder. Uh, so yeah, man. It's no... You know, it's not easy to do sports or sports combat, you know. But people love it. People enjoy it. And I'm one of them. So, yep. Quick story. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, leave a message if you guys uh, have any any interesting stories that has happened like that. Or that you guys uh, had, like, something happen. Or you guys watched something were very young. And that planted a seed that grew to this great thing that you guys do now thank you and we're out